This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 350, Tenet Movie Review. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend's plumber. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did so wise you are. was that he created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Strangers and Aliens. It's me, Ben, Ben Avery, and I am not in my car, but I am here to talk about a movie. And I am here with my usual co-pilot from Road Trips, and that is Evan David. Evan? Hey! How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, pretty good. That's good. That's good. The uh, last road trip I went on, you were on your own road trip. Uh for yeah. vacation or something so you didn't get yep. to come with me but the road trip trilogy is over and but we're still talking about a new release movie so you know i wish i could have gone with you on the road trip but i haven't seen bill and ted one or two yet and i want to yeah and i doubt it would have affected you quite as much as it did me um okay <laughs> because Well, like I said in the the episode, those movies were from my actual childhood. You know, like when they were in high school, Mm -hmm. I was in high school. And when they were, you know, five years older, I was five years older. And um, so, yeah, it was it was a thing. And and then, yeah, this newest movie was a thing. So but these are Tenet was the one I thought we were going to be doing for a road trip when we when theater started opening again. Yeah, I thought this was going to be the first one, but they they bumped it a little bit, and so instead, uh, still, this is three new movies that I've seen in the last couple of weeks with New Mutants, which you haven't seen yet either, have you? No, I have not. All right, all right. <laughs> but I have seen three new movies as well. I saw uh, Superman: Man of Tomorrow, which is a brand new animated release. I saw Disney's. Mulan live action remake and I saw this tenant. Yeah. Well, okay. And so what I saw was new mutants and bill and Ted. And then this, um, bill and Ted was day of release was also streaming. Uh, that was the choice that they made, which the, that hurt them because a lot of theaters weren't going to carry the movie because of the streaming the day of mm-hmm. Mulan, on the other hand, which I'm not going to watch until December because that's when it starts streaming as part of your regular Disney plus package Correct. instead of the extra, was it 30 dollars? Yeah, 30. Um, but that went straight to streaming, which I'm, 
I'm very curious why they why they chose to do that. I know if they released it right now, they wouldn't have made back that much money. Right. So I'm wondering if they looked at that and said, we'll make more money by doing it this way. But was it I worth the 30? <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> I already know the answer. Oh, I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I really did not like it. Here's the thing. I've been reading the reviews and every review I've read, including yours, has been hate it. Don't like it. Didn't like this movie. Uh, a lot of them had to do with the fact that it was changes to from the animated movie. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot of what you were saying? No. Okay. <laughs> it, that was definitely part of it. But uh, I mean, it depends on what you mean by changes from the animated movie. If Because this is a Disney remake of the Disney version of Mulan. It's not a brand new yeah, you know, yeah, remake but, of just the legend. But right? the animated version made some changes to the legend. Correct, correct. And yeah. so this, this is a remake of the Disney property, not the basic legend. Right? Right. Right. Okay. And so they've complete. my biggest problem was they completely changed uh, Mulan, just her character and what she's all about. And From the animated movie. Does. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because that's what I'm seeing is that there's no songs. There's well, for, forget the songs, forget Mushu, forget all that. It's just her. The character is completely different. Okay. And for me, I'm reading the reviews and seeing them talk about like the, um, the wire work and like all these different yep. things. And I'm just thinking, but this sounds like the kind of movie I would like then. Like I, in general, I would like it. If this was not made by Disney and it was made by some studio in China, then it would be great. And it would fit exactly with what I was expecting. <laughs> um, so if the exact same movie was not Disney. Correct. Yeah. Then I would probably enjoy it more. No. And yeah, you, you don't watch anything in a vacuum. You know, there's subtext and context. And this was a Disney. Like they made the choice to do what they did. Yep. So... But I have not seen it, and I am not spending thirty bucks on this thing. Don't do it. Yeah, my, it's not. Worth it. it would be maybe, maybe a little bit different if a couple of my kids were like, "Can't wait to see this because we love Mulan." But all of my kids, what's Mulan? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, so I plan to sad. Well, <laughs> after we watch the live action, I plan to watch the animated one afterward that's the Um, correct order i've seen uh i've seen parts of it but yeah that's you've never seen the animated one no i haven't this this is what i'm saying like i don't have the context i the the movie sounds like something i would really enjoy because of all the different you know the 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 wire foo and and the different you know flavor of the movie but uh yeah i've not seen the original i've just seen bits and pieces like walking through a room uh, and it wasn't even, I think it was like when we were visiting my friend's house and his kids were watching it, you know, like it wasn't, mm. um, and I know about, you know, the Eddie Murphy dragon or whatever, but yeah, haven't actually seen it. So that's why I want to watch it in this order. Cause I want to see like, okay, if I don't have the, the baggage of the original, would I like it? And then I can make the comparison afterward. All right. We'll have to, we'll have to recap on that. We'll see. We'll see. So I'm interested in seeing what you think. So that's uh, Mulan. You said the other one you saw was um, 
Superman, Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that? I liked it. Um, I'm more I'm more harshly critical of Superman movies because he's my favorite and I hold them to a higher standard. But uh, but yeah, it was good. My biggest fault with it was um, the music uh, because it's not very Superman-y and actually most of it is just silence and sound effects. So it just was kind of weird and and it made it seem a lot slower, I guess, than it than it actually was. So. But that one's like most of their animated movies based on source material. And no, nope. no, this, this is, is not the Grant Morrison new? stuff. No, I don't think so. Oh, OK. Um, th- I thought, well, I don't know. I-, I don't think so, though. And it's uh, but it's not based on anything you're aware of that you've, to compare no. it to. OK, nope, and I've read a lot of <laughs> Superman. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but it's uh, they they finished their old animated universe that they were doing with the new 52 stuff that started with the flashpoint movie. So that is completely a closed loop now, uh, with the, with when they released justice league apocalypse war. And now this is going to be the launching point for a new continuity of animated movies. Well, and I saw, uh, an interview with, I don't know, one of the creators, the director or whatever. And they were just saying, yeah, this is the, we thought this is the perfect way to restart is, Let's go back to early years, Superman. Yeah. And it, it worked for you. As yeah. Yeah. They early, early Superman story. Yep. Cool. All right. So, and I don't know if you listened to my reviews of New Mutants. I know you haven't listened to Bill and Ted yet because that's getting released tonight. I <laughs> so, did listen to New Mutants. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so that's what I thought about the movies that I have seen as far as new release movies. Uh now we need to talk about Tenet because that was the big one. Like this is the Christopher Nolan movie. And yeah. this is the one that had all the mysterious uh, trailers. And this is the one that it was going to be the big return to theaters, except it wasn't. New Mutants was. <laughs> so and what a great uh. big return to theaters that one was. And uh, which is it's positively mediocre. New Mutants. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, the more I think about it, the more I'm just struck by just how mediocre it is. And it just kind of fits snugly for me, just right in between the the good X-Men movies and the bad X-Men movies. Um, like, it's just, it's just right down, right in the middle there. And yeah. Uh, but this was going to be the big one. I thought we were going to return to theaters with this one. You and I were going to go on a road trip. Instead... You saw it where you saw it at the Alamo Draft House, Draft House, right? I did. Yeah. I love the Alamo Draft House, man. I like the whole vibe, and I love the weird trailers they show before the movie. <laughs> so, by the way, we're going to do non-spoiler talk right now, and then we will get into spoiler talk later. I'm honestly not sure how long this episode is going to last, based on your letterbox review. But <laughs> let's talk yes. about um, Alamo Draft House. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, if you have never been, the Alamo Draft House is like this. Oh, how would I describe it? You know those those fancy uh, airline clubs that they have at the terminals at the airports that you can only get in if you're a member. <laughs> you can kind of look like at the, as you're walking by. Right, yeah. that's the Alamo Draft House because they are. I mean, it's it's self proclaimed. This is for movie lovers. Um, their whole. Uh, I mean, it's it's a whole experience. The whole uh, aesthetic is like retro 60s, 70s film vibe. And then you get in there and they're playing 
curated trailers and uh, special features that uh, correlate to the movie you're going to see. And it's also a restaurant where there are tables in front of your comfy chairs and uh, you are served food and meals, actual meals, uh, while you're watching the movie. And uh, they have very strict rules about uh, conduct in the theater. You're not allowed to talk. If you talk, you get one warning and then they will physically boot you from the theater with no refund. And they're like constantly watching. And then uh, there's no children allowed. No children allowed at all. So they're like very, very serious about that, uh, which is very interesting. And the way they have it, if you want to refill or you want to order something extra in the middle of the movie, you write something down on a piece of paper and stick it up in this little holder thing. And then the waiters will come and like duck in there real quiet and get it and bring you back your thing without saying a word. And it's all to keep the theater atmosphere. So it's very cool. I like it a lot. It's really expensive. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It's 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 like that private. It's the yeah, private yeah, yeah. airplane thing, you know. So I've heard there's one in Michigan, but I haven't looked into like actually Kalamazoo. Seen. Okay, all right. I went and saw Age of Ultron there. Uh, did you make a trip up there for for it, or were you there for another reason? Made a trip. Nice. So okay. I'd be up for doing that for a road trip sometime if you want to, Ben. Yeah, that'd be one like when we went and saw Inhumans where we didn't record the whole time. <laughs> that was what, an hour trip that. Well, and hopefully we don't make the same mistakes as the Inhumans. Well, but there's no time change between here and Kalamazoo. <laughs> Correct. So that was the there's three road trips that stick out in my head right now that are just like these interesting experiences. The Inhumans one is one. Because of the whole time change thing where we're trying to get there early. And yeah, we got there early because <laughs> an hour it early. was an hour early plus however early we were there, um, which meant we did get to go to Wendy's and get something to eat. But uh, then there was the Diaper Street one where <laughs> which is just one moment, you know, so I don't even remember so what movie random. it was, but just one moment. Turn the corner. This is really weird. This thing that we just saw where there's just diapers all over the place. And then the Bill and Ted situation where Main Street was just dirt. <laughs> and it's it, that was well, so weird. Even crossing the street was so weird because there's just you're just walking over a construction site. But there's <laughs> no there's no uh, tape or anything or it, it just there, there's no warnings. And it was really, honestly, walking out in, in the, the dusk, it was kind of dangerous. You could have stepped into not a deep ditch, but a shallow one huh. um, and, and hurt yourself. Like there there was uh, an element of if you were drunk or not paying attention, danger. Um, fortunately, I wasn't. Neither was anyone else that was walking out of the theater. But um, yeah, so those are the three ones that stick out to me as as just experiences that are just really unusual because of weird things. I've got one more. Oh, you do? It's the time. It's the time we were doing the podcast, and the guy pulled up next to us, and he was just watching us. <laughs> that was. <through> the <laughs> Didn't he like he yell at us too? Yeah, he yelled out the window. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was funny. <laughs> uh, so my experience with Tenet was I went to the usual theater that we nice. usually go to. And that was, and I listened to a, a true crime podcast on the way there. Oh, yeah. Canadian Let me tell you, true ben, crime. Yeah. 
the best part of that movie was the theater in which I saw it. Okay, so let's start with um, <laughs> we're, we're going spoiler free, and so I think we can kind of look at like the letterbox stuff. Um, I don't even think I need to look up your letterbox review because I think I can re- recite it. So can uh, I verbatim? Um, <laughs> I believe you said. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm wrong, it's just going to be in like minor syntax. But um, you said just because you can make a movie doesn't mean you should make a movie. Is that right? Just because you can make a movie about something doesn't mean that you should. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Pretty close. Yeah, I was. Close. And it's a two star review. Yeah, yeah, two star. My review. That one I do need to uh, look. My review was seven word movie review. <laughs> no spoilers, but I did like it. And then I went on to say, so if you want to see this, avoid spoilers, but get ready for a long movie filled with some pretty high concept sci-fi ideas. And what I was reminded of when I was watching this movie was old school sci-fi short stories from old school sci-fi magazines or collections that I used to check out of the library when I was in high school and college where it was really about the idea and you're reading it and you're like, this is a really neat idea. And when you put it down, you're like, I don't know anything about the people in this thing, but there were people in this thing because the idea had to have someone driving the spaceship. Yep. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, Robert Heinlein's story. I love this story because the idea it's called lifeline. I don't remember anything about the people though. I just remember the idea was, um, you, there's, you could follow someone's lifeline through time. Hmm. And see like when the line stops or when it began. And so you could kind of watch it, watch this line and see it. But I don't remember anything else about the story. I just remember the high concept idea. And that's the same thing with this movie for me. Yeah. So spoiler free review. That's kind of there it is. That's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But there's some beautiful sound design. And yeah. some, some mm-hmm. really good cinematography and a lot of exposition and people mm-hmm. talking. And we'll get into some specifics about that. But Yeah. So do you recommend it? It's conditional. <laughs> it really is. It, like, I'm, I'm glad I saw it. And for this situation where it was, I was getting out of the house – getting to see a movie in the theater again. The popcorn wasn't as good as that other theater when I saw Bill and Ted and I got two large popcorns over the course of two nights. Um, That popcorn was really, really good. Um, But it was solid popcorn that you get from the theater, you know, and I was glad I saw it. I was glad I went, but at the same time, I don't, I can't remember where I ranked it. I did actually do a list of um, ranking, uh, Christopher Nolan movies? Yeah. I should do that. Where did I rank um, that? It, was, it wasn't very high on the, the list. Well, I had a... Um, <laughs> it was second to last. What was the last one? Insomnia. Oh, and honestly, I, I, I think that that's actually a mistake. Because Insomnia would go up above following. <laughs> I liked Insomnia better than Memento, too. I've never seen Memento. But I want to. What I've realized is I have now seen all of Christopher Nolan's movies, mm. his 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 uh, long form movies. Uh, Following was his first one that kind of got him on Hollywood's radar, and actually 
it's interesting because this is a few years before I think he was even thinking about a Batman movie. Um, but he has a character that has a Batman poster on their huh. their wall or on their door or something. Um, yeah. So I would have it at the end of the list. I don't. And well, it's, it's really just because of the people, you know, like you just don't know I, anything about the people and James Bond. You don't need to know anything about the people. First James Bond movie, maybe it was a problem that he just shows up, does cool things, and he's James Bond, you know? And I was reminded of that with this movie where the guy just shows up, does things, but you're like, I don't know anything about this guy's life. What does he want out of life? What does he care about? He's just doing the story. That's what he cares about. Yeah. And I had a delicious chocolate milkshake. At uh, at my theater, did you get it was, and bring it in, or did you get to put the little piece of paper up in the little thing to order it? Uh, no, you you sit down and they bring you stuff that you order ahead of time, so you don't pick it up in the lobby. There's no concession stand. Oh, um, that works perfectly yeah. in this in this yeah. environment too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just sit there. There is a bar, so if you want to sit and drink at the bar, you can. Um, but yeah, it was great, and they gave me a giant straw, like a giant straw, one of those. You know, it's 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 not thin. It's a it has a big opening, so you can get lots of your milkshake. It's like a bubble tea straw. Uh, bigger, I think, actually. Oh, really? Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> it was good, and uh, I enjoyed it much more than the movie. And yeah, for me, it's the it's all you said about the character stuff, but but so much more also, um, which we'll get into. Well, let's and. Okay, go ahead. And uh, I do not recommend it to anyone. Honestly, you can go and watch a a YouTube recap of the special effects and get the gist in just as much of enjoyment. In fact, maybe even more enjoyment. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I I would say if you like sci-fi twisty ideas, then go for it. It's 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 harmless. It's good enough. But not great. It's good enough. Yeah, no, that's how's that for a review? But uh, yes, you know, it is. I expected more from him. That's the other thing. This is yeah. Christopher Nolan. I expected more from him. Um, it's well crafted. It's calculated. Like th- this is a movie there that is very thought out. You know, but at the same time, it needed some heart. Yep. All right. And I, I think I gave it three and a half stars, though. I might need to change that. <laughs> Two. Two stars. No, I'd change it to three. Mm. I'd change it to three. Assuming I actually did give it three and a half. But anyway, it's also long. <laughs> it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. I was feeling it. So All that's, right, let's get into the spoiler yeah, let's, section. Let's do some spoilers here. Spoilers. 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 All right, the spoiler organ is played. I don't think Evan really cared that we were doing a spoiler organ because, you know, he's telling you don't see it anyway. So he. Yep. <laughs> so don't care. Um, but <laughs> but I, I do believe there's enough to it where if someone actually wants to see this movie, I don't want to spoil what could be some twists and turns. (sighs) However, 
the movie spoils itself. Like from from point one, as soon as it starts moving, any thing that was supposed to be, I think, help me with this though. It may not have intended to be a surprise. Maybe the they knew. Yeah, the people are going to be following along with this. If they're following along, they're going to know exactly what's going on. But there were no surprises. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think this one surprise was supposed to be that the two guys they fought was were the, were them. Right. But well, okay. So saw that coming. But what I didn't <laughs> what I didn't see coming was that it was only the guy who wasn't Robert Patterson, which is uh, Washington. I think it's his last name. I can't remember his first name. Not Denzel. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was name. only him, not the two of them. I thought it was both of them. And they were each fighting each other th- themselves. Yeah, but it was it was just uh, just him just twice. Him. It was him twice. Which okay, so that was the one big twist for me is I didn't know there was going to be a machine that you stepped into and then started doing things backwards. Yeah, uh, strike that. I didn't know that the machine was going to be a pivot point in the movie. I knew that there would be something that would send them backwards. Because that's why he, they were there. But I didn't know it was going to be like you walk in this one door and then out the other door, in forward, out backward. And that's why it was just him. But he was fighting both of the the main characters, which I don't even know their names. Yep. <laughs> I know one is Robert Patterson and the other guy, last name is Washington. And so it's going to be New Batman and Washington. Those are going to be the, <laughs> the names that we probably use. But um, – yeah. So that was a twist. But once you know the mechanics of what's going on, there weren't a lot of uh, surprises along the way. Let me tell you what I liked about it. Okay. The part where he beats up the guys in the kitchen. Yeah. The end. The end. <laughs> that was it. That's the part I liked. I, and I liked the opening scene. The opening scene was cool, too. Where they're uh, rescuing the people at the opera house or whatever. Here's what I liked. I liked the craft that went into this. As far as the technical calculations that had to be made in order to run a fight scene where one character is moving forward in time and the other character is moving backward in time. That was cool. The the hallway fight. Yeah. That That was the part that really impressed me. That took a lot of thought and a lot of, like I said, craft and technical, um, just working through those details. Um, and then there was, to a lesser extent, the rest of the movie. It, it pivoted on that point, though, it, with, and actually the, the plot did too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the, the final battle scene, um, Something similar to that. It's just, again, no surprises. So he sees the one person laying there on the ground. And you're like, oh, well, that person is going to uh, be moving backward in time. So watch for that one to do something. You know, it just. There were any stakes that there were, any tension that there was, was completely gone. I, I didn't feel any tension at all in the whole movie because you knew they were going to get through it. They're, they were going to be fine. Um, because of the conceit of the the forward movement and the backward movement in time. Uh, by the time 
that the final battle thing started, I was just checking out. <laughs> it's like, when is this going to be done? Um, what I really, one of the things that probably wrecked the movie for me is I did not like how they did the, the time travel stuff where it's just videotape reversed, you know, with no extra effects on it. And I realize that's how it would look, but I thought it was dumb. Um, I, I liked the sci-fi idea. I liked the way that they played with that idea. If I cared about the characters, it would have been a whole lot better. And I feel like Christopher Nolan was, was cheating, you know, like he just, okay. I think he realized no one cares about these characters. So, (laughs) you know what? Let's just throw in a mom who has a kid. (laughs) And if we have a mom and a kid, and she's in a relationship with the bad guy and he's crazy and you never know what he's going to do. Um, you know, there, 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 I guess that was the one tension I did feel was especially when he took off his belt and, and put his um, cufflinks on, on his belt and was getting ready to, to beat her. Yeah. You know, I, that was uncomfortable and that, that was tense. Um, yeah, but you don't even <laughs> get to know the kid like the, the kid's just seen in long shots and I don't even know if the kid had any lines in the whole movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. And as soon as she said, my husband disappeared and I saw a woman jumping off the yacht. I knew it was her. Like all she had to do was say that. And and you know, Oh, this is the story I'm in. And so therefore that's what's going to happen. I don't know what you could do to get around that. I actually didn't catch that, but oh. I didn't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was talking about. Um, you no, know, I, I know what you're talking about. I didn't catch it when she first said it. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I don't know how you get around that though, other than not doing it at all. Yeah, I'm not saying it. I, I didn't even like the sci-fi conceit, Ben. The thing that, yeah, the one saving grace for you. I didn't even like that. <laughs> well, and if you don't like that, then you're not going to like anything. I mean, this is yeah. I thought it was dumb. <laughs> and, and maybe that's why I liked the craft that went into it because it's like they had the idea of the sci-fi idea. How do we make a movie around this? And, you know, this is the problem people have with Christian movies. Not all Christian movies, but some Christian movies is that they're like, well, we have this message that we want to present. And then they build the story around that message. That's the same thing that was happening here. I have this idea and they build the story around the idea. The difference is in the pulp magazines like uh, Asimov's magazine or whatever, not his own stories necessarily, but the, the, those sci-fi magazines, um, it's a 20-page prose story, yeah. not a multi-million dollar <laughs> big budget summer action movie. Um, yeah, I will probably never, ever watch this movie again, though. Nope, me neither. Which is sad because I love every other Christopher Nolan movie I've seen. My favorite is The Prestige, which is my second favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I I would agree. I I put that one under Dark Knight as far as the list goes. In fact, I'm going to bring up my list. I'm going to pull another one right now. (gasps) Let's bring up my list. Here is my... I am woefully unprepared. (laughs) Christopher Nolan's... uh, You're me. (laughs) <laughs> You're me like, oh, I better hurry up and try and think of something to go along with this list that he has. But I haven't put any thought into it. Um, Christopher Nolan's films that I my ranking is Dark Knight, 
The Prestige, Dunkirk, um, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, Inception, Batman Begins, Memento, Following, Insomnia, and then there's a line here. Those were all movies I really like. <laughs> and then there's Tenet. So. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll give you my top four. Prestige, Dark Knight, Inception, uh, Interstellar, and then probably Dark Knight Rises. But they're all crafted well, and they all tend to play with perception and play with time. Yes, absolutely. And that's why I was very excited to see this movie. I saw Memento in theaters. Um, part of it was uh, Joey Pantaloni, or whatever his name, last name is, Joey Pants, um, from The Matrix was in it. And part of it was uh, just we heard that this is this was around Matrix time where we heard this is one of those indie movies that's that's really you know playing with things and, and ideas. And so went and saw it, really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't see all of his movies in theaters. Insomnia, I missed out on in theaters. Um, but I, I, Dark Knight, Dunkirk, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, Inception, Batman Begins, and Memento. Saw those and Tenet all in theater. And most of them play with time, with the story, but then also play with uh just using the big screen and there was some good big screen moments in this movie yes but if you're feeling tired or if you're not (laughs) if you're not into watching people talk (laughs) and (laughs) it's like he knows okay hmm needs to be some movement here so for this conversation they're going to be walking down the street then to make it a little more interesting, we uh, will sailboat. move them off the street onto a bus <laughs> or a train or a, like an L train or a sailboat. <laughs> and, um, but we'll just move the conversations to different locations. Then people won't even notice that it's just talking, but it's totally just <sighs> talking. They're just making their plan, explaining their things. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just did not. I was very disappointed. Like, and I went and saw it with all with my sisters and my two new brothers-in-law, and uh, they all liked it. Except for my well, my one sister said she liked it, but she's like, to be honest, I have no idea what was happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I think if you're half watching it then I think maybe it is maybe more enjoyable because yeah, it's just the movie tries to set up mysteries and tries to set up questions and tries to set up tension. And so all these other things that I'm appreciating aren't as powerful because it's not able to do those other things. And I really wish the primary protagonist, uh, Washington, (laughs) um, I really wish he I also hope I'm really I really hope I'm getting his name right. But I really wish that he had something more to his motivation. Because at the end, he's motivated and he has purpose. And I would love to see his original motivation 
transform into that purpose instead of just all of a sudden we're at the end and now he has purpose. And even that ending you kind of saw coming again, you don't see, you don't see the things coming until they set up that there's a question. And then once they set up, there's a question you realize, Oh, Oh yeah. Who started all this? He did. How do I know? Because I know what kind of movie I'm in. And that's just the kind of twist that they would throw at it. Yep. Yeah. I I, I don't have much more to say. Me neither. And that's even after digressing into all of his other movies. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, yeah, I don't, it'll be interesting to see my year end ranking for all the movies of 2020. The new movies, this will probably be close to the bottom. Looking at my uh, X-Men movie rankings, and I did put New Mutants right there in the center. Now, that's without any Deadpool movies. But, wait, Logan's not in there. Yep. So this would be dead center if Logan was in there. Hmm. Oh, I did watch another movie. I watched Deathstroke Knights and Dragons, which is a new Deathstroke animated movie. And That's it had way interesting. It had way more heart than this movie that we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it was rated R. The thing is you don't have to have you don't have to have the stuff I'm talking about. But it really this is one of those things where you see it really does help. You know, you can't just have a cold movie. And, and Christopher Nolan is kind of a Kubrick style of director. Very cold, very calculating. And sometimes it works to the advantage of the movie. And sometimes it doesn't. But I needed. OK, so Dark Knight, Dark Knight. I needed a boat scene where you see people who are in a tense situation and you actually care about the choices they're making. I needed yeah. to be there and, and it just wasn't. Man, we just kind of beat down on this movie. <laughs> so I knew it would be short. so. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious if you thought that I was really high on the movie or not because um, I we didn't get a chance to talk about this. And so I wasn't right, sure what yeah. you thought I was going to think about this movie. But I was I sure. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, you you made your um, your review was made it very, very obvious. <laughs> Yes, not not a fan. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not sure what our next episode is going to be about, but I do know that there will be one. And, yep. Uh, I know what we've planned. We have talked about. I, I'm gonna have to watch those things though. Rewatch. Yeah. yeah. We're we're talking about doing a a trilogy retrospective. Uh, right trilogy. Yep, with with one bonus one. <laughs> but it's a trilogy that has no right to be called a trilogy. They all have. Well, it's kind of like the Cloverfield trilogy. But the, that, all, who calls it a trilogy though? Like it's not. Yeah, true, true. It's all got the same name, but they have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Story wise, I don't know if we should hold tight and not not tell anyone what it is. And Let's just, hold tight. Okay. All right. All right.
Um, and I've seen all three of them before, except for the bonus one that you threw in. Nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited actually to see the bonus one because I liked different things about all three of these movies. Yeah, don't look anything up about the bonus one. Just watch it. Okay, all right. I might need you to send me the title again, though. I shall. Okay, all right. Another movie or another uh, episode um, that will be coming up is Paralandra, but I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but that'll be in next couple of months at least. Um, maybe sooner, maybe later, but that's something we'll be coming to. Uh, Black Widow is November. That's next. Probably that'll be the next next road trip for us if we do. I heard I, it might I, get pushed back again. Well, Disney has a lot riding on Black Widow. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Mulan, they had a lot riding on it, but it's really about return on investment for Mulan. For Black Widow, it's literally like what their MCU is hinging on this. And I don't know what's going to happen with the MCU after this. All I know mm-hmm. is with the end of S.H.I.E.L.D., and with um, Far From Home, I feel like the MCU could stop right now and it'd be yep. pretty satisfying. Yep. But they're not stopping. They've got TV shows, maybe. Coming. I think we'd need, we would need one more Spider-Man to round it off. Uh, well, the reason I would say it's pretty satisfying right now is because Far From Home Spider-Man was all about the legacy of Tony Stark. And so if you're looking at the mm, movies, true. you got Tony Stark at the beginning and you have this movie that's about him after the end for him. And with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the same kind of thing. Although, man, <laughs> that, the one big disappointment with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for me is that it really felt like they just fell off the MCU. Oh, I, I haven't watched the last two seasons, so I need to catch up. Okay. And then, so then you have the Black Widow, which is kind of also it's a it's a prequel, so it's not moving anything forward for the MCU. Um, and then they have all these things that no one's heard of or cares about. You know, you have Eternals <laughs> yeah. and Shang Chi and and all these things that fans are looking forward to, but non fans don't know what to expect. And so it may end up being like Guardians of the Galaxy, where people realize, hey, I really like this, even though I don't know anything about the comic books. And maybe that's why I really like this because I didn't know anything about the comic books. Um, oh, Wonder Woman might be another road trip that might happen earlier. Do, they, do we have a date on that? Do you know? Uh, supposedly November as well. Okay. So. And nice double feature: Wonder Woman and Black Widow. You you want to hear my rankings for this year? I just did them. <laughs> sure. At the bottom, surprise, surprise! It's Tenet. Uh huh. <laughs> then it's Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Then it's To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You. Have you heard of that? No. It's The first one is a great movie. It's on Netflix. I, it's a good like teen romance movie, but I think, I think you and Pam would like it. It, it was good. But um, I, I'm going to stop right here because I have a funny story that goes with this. So the, the first one is called P.S. I Still Love You. And then this one is called, or no, it's called P.S. I Love You. And then this one is called To All the Boys, I'm So Wrong About Everything. The first one is called, 
Wait, that wasn't the title? I thought the title no. was To All the Boys, I'm So the, Wrong About Everything. That sounds like a really good title. There's the, the first one is called Oh, so uh the first one is called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Okay. Okay. And then this one, the new, new one is called To All the Boys PS I Still Love You. So <laughs> there's there's a girl in our small group and she said she was watching it with a bunch of girls in her uh she's an rd so there's a bunch of girls in the dorm and this one girl's boyfriend texted her and he's like what you doing she's like i'm watching a movie he's like what or it was his her ex-boyfriend and she's like uh watch a movie what's the movie called and she says to all the boys p.s i still love you which is the name of the movie and then he replies back oh my gosh i still love you too Ooh. <laughs> and she was like, oh, no, because <laughs> it was someone she did not want to get back together with. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, sorry. That was a long, arduous road to get to that joke. Yeah. Uh, the road was almost better than the joke. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the next one was Birds of Prey. The next one after that is Trolls World Tour. Uh, by the way, we're still in the zone where I'm saying don't watch any of these. Um, you know what? To all the boys should go up further than this then because I would say that one was okay. Artemis Fowl is next, then Mulan, then Underwater, then Deathstroke, the new anime movie, then Superman Man of Tomorrow, then Superman Red Sun, then Sonic, then an anime movie called A Whisker Away, which we talked about a couple episodes ago, uh, then Onward, and then number one slots is Hamilton. So, yeah, we're just trying to spice up this episode a little bit because <sighs> I'm because. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I think we can wrap things up though. I All really right. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> at this point, the what we're going to have to do to make it more interesting is is move the conversation to a bus. Yeah. And then <laughs> into a sailboat yeah. or to a a giant windmill in the middle of the ocean. That was neat. Yes, that was neat. You know, there's, there's, again, there's interesting ideas. There's interesting visuals, uh, but they just, they fall short because I, like I said, James Bond walks into a movie. For the most part, you know who he is, but what you know about him is he's cool and he kills people and he gets the girl. And that's, that's his thing, you know, and, and, and he doesn't have a lot of character behind that. This guy walks in and you see him save people. And so, you know, he's a good guy. He saves the cat, so to speak, from like the book series. But you don't know anything else about him. And I think that's intentional. I think that was a choice they made. And I think it's a wrong choice that they made. I would like to see something interesting, not not cliche, don't give us a cliche like his wife died and so he joined the CIA or whatever it is like that. Show us a reason why he wants to save people's lives. You know, show us a little bit about him. Um, you know, show us where his sister had a relationship similar to the woman he's trying to help. And and so he, he you know, give him something more than just I'm a good guy and I'm cool and I do the right thing and I'm really good at it. We want more. <sighs> okay. All right. That's my final word. What about yours? <laughs> um, just imagine that I'm sighing very deeply and that'll be my last word. Nice.
Well, thank you everyone for listening. I know that there are some of you out there who saw this movie. And uh, so I'm really curious uh, if this is what you thought we were going to say when you saw that we saw this movie. <laughs> and um, uh, So yeah, let us know what you thought about it. And we'd love to hear from you. And uh, you can post on the Facebook post or you can send us an email. But whatever you do, um, you know, just because we didn't like the movie doesn't mean we don't like you. And, and I wouldn't even say I didn't like the movie. I, I just say that I could have liked it a lot more if it had been a lot better. So that's it. All right. Thanks See for listening. Ya. Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jay Samuel. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter where we are at Strange and Alien or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening. I had a delicious chocolate milkshake.